thanks to Keith and Anders. His book comes out on Tuesday, so check that out. Uh, now, I didn't want to have him on. I didn't want to, you know, beat on him when the South, when the uh, Red Sox were in town. So I, I, I waited till the Red Sox left town, and they at least skulked out with a win last night so he could at least save a little face with that cheap home run that gave them a a victory last night because otherwise it would have been three straight and uh, you know he would have been a sulking guy here today instead of being the cheerful bill simmons that we expect bill what's going on First of all, you, you, the Yankees lead the league in cheap home runs. So you think they're a pop <laughs> well, you got, you got them back last night with that bomb. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. You got, okay. you got them back with that bomb he hit last night. I, I've been so excited. This, so first of all, I was in Boston because I went back for game five. But right. the rivalry's back. Like you and I have talked about Oh, I can't wait. Absolutely. Like, uh, yes. From a star power standpoint, back like yeah. the way Mookie Betts is playing and Martinez, right. Right. some of the pitchers, and then right. the Judge combo. And keep the iPad and, uh, away from Price, okay? If you can, keep the iPad away from him, okay? <laughs> well, we had, we'd already written off Price, but uh, I, you know, when the Yankees fans were standing up and the strike, you know, wanting the third strike for the strikeout, it really did feel like. Yankee Stadium. Like, watching on TV, I, I couldn't tell the difference between the old and new stadium. It was fun. It was a great. Hey, listen, great. watching Ramirez hit the homers and then the comeback the other night. Uh, really, f- good baseball. It's going to be a fun... I said, As I said, opening up today, we're th- a fourth of the way through the season almost, a couple days, and both teams are sitting there with 26 and 11, both playing 700 baseball. Sets up for a wonderful summer. It really does. My buddy uh, Jacko was on my podcast the other day. He was saying he couldn't remember a season where you already kind of know what the playoffs are going to be. It's going to be either the Red Sox and Yankees, and then the other one will get the wild card. It'll be Cleveland the, uh, and Houston. The Angels yep. and yep. Astros yep. and Cleveland. Yep. And that's it. That's, that's it. Playoffs, unless the Mariners get hot. That's we it. No, that's know. it. It's that's over. it. I, I I totally agree. The only one that's even flimsy is the Angels. But let's get to some NBA because we got a lot to cover. I'm yes. sure you saw the Barkley uh, Shack argument, right? Yes. And then, of course, we know what what happened to Casey here. Do you think it was more a case of them? just siding with DeRozan or more a case of we can't have you win 59 games and, and lose four straight and lose in the second round for the second straight year. We have to make a change, even though we owe you six and a half million dollars. Which one do you come down on? Well, I, I think it's multi-part. You have normally NBA coaches. It's about a six or seven year run. And I think unless it's somebody like Popovich or Stevens or Spolstra, you know, it's, it's probably time to change. It's almost like having a, the air conditioning filter in your house. But they won 59 games this year. I know, but it was such an embarrassing sweep. It was. And they, and, and they really, to be honest, they lost that series in March when they put up 79 on Cleveland in the first half on ESPN on a Friday night or a Wednesday night, I can't remember. And then LeBron just came back and single-handedly won the game, and it became clear, like, oh, yeah, you guys are never going to be LeBron. Never. Um I but couldn't believe people were picking them. Plus, they were favored, such a big favorite in the series. I said, no, no way. I never do this, but I did a tweet before the series where I was like, LeBron is, owns the Raptors and he's owns plus them. 160. Like, owns I just them. put all these dollar signs on It was ridiculous. I, I said, I picked them in five games. I, there's no way. I was talking to yeah. I said, no, no chance. And I tell you, everyone's now picking them in this series, Cleveland, and they're going to they're gonna be, they're really underrating the Celtics the Celtic, this series is going to be, I think, 
a classic. I think it's going to be very long, and I think it could go either way because they have some answers. Now, listen, he's going to get his points. We know that. But they have defenders, and they have a way of playing where they at least can compete. They're going to be very tough in this series. The one thing is, do they have a guy in these 90-90 games who will make a shot late? That's going to be the key for them. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on this. I wanted to finish one Casey thing because I wanted to go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So game three, he benches DeRozan down right. the stretch, and they come back. Right. I think when you do something like that to your best player, who I think was one of the ten best players in the league this year, at that point, it's a hail mary. And if it falls incomplete, you're done. And if you catch it, maybe you get some second life. We saw this three years ago with James Harden and Kevin McHale in the Clippers game where they were down 3-2, they're getting blown out, and McHale's like, I'm going to get fired this game anyway. And he benched Harden. The bench guys brought them back. Harden got reengaged, and then they up winning the series in seven. This was Casey's version of that, and if it doesn't work, you're, it's either you or the star that's leaving. And DeRozan makes $27 million a year, yeah. second team on NBA, and at that point, it's it's one or the other. You think you're not going to work that out. He's not yeah, good enough that. for that, though. You see, he doesn't deserve that kind of treatment. He's not on that level. There are guys on that level, absolutely, but he's not on that level. See, I don't think he he's deserves not. to be treated that way. But if you can't beat if you can't beat LeBron, you have to fix the coach and your two best players. You can't bring back the same three. You just can't. You have to. They need to trade Lowry, trade the Rose, and maybe they plan on doing that too. Hey, maybe LeBron but will go west, but you know the Celtics are going to be the guys you have to worry about next year, as we all know. Yeah. I and mean, the yes, and the Sixers think- are a year away. Listen, we knew they were. We talked about it when the playoffs started. They're just a year away. They just were too young. They we knew they yeah, were too you, young. You actually, you won that argument. Yeah, we I, they were too young. Yes, and, I, and yes, you could feel it in that series. They blew game two. They completely blew it. They're up 22. Yep. Uh, game three, they're up five in overtime. They blow that. And then the guy's on the line for the game-winning three in regulation. And then I went to game five. First of all, Reddick hits the three with a minute left. It's The game's over, but he missed it. And they were still they were up four with 90 seconds left and just could not make a play, and they didn't have that one guy who nope. kind of knew what they were doing. And the coach just, killed it, them. It, coach it, ran out of timeouts. The coach had a tough that. series. The coach had a very, very tough series. And but especially against Stevens, he had a very tough series. And Stevens yeah, is so Stevens good. He's so good. He, he, he is so good. And Tatum is a star. He is a star in the making. He is going to be a – people uh, have really undersold how good he's going to be. He's going to be a really terrific player. Well, I think people get it now because they didn't for a while. And I was saying that I thought he was – I was saying the whole year because I'm watching this whole season. It's, it's just been blown away by the stuff he's been doing. And then he hit the rookie wall, and then he rallied back. And right, then, and his consistency the in the playoffs games, has been unbelievable, you know? unbelievable. Yeah. Yes, but we thought I thought he was Pierce two basically, like a like kind of a taller, more accomplished Pierce who had more ways to score. But what he's done the last seven games, I mean, listen to this, you'll love this. So he played nine hundred and sixty six minutes last year at Duke. He played twenty nine games. This year, playoffs. And regular season combined is at 92 games, is at almost 2,900 minutes. And if he plays even 150 minutes in this series, he becomes one of five rookies ever in the history of the league to play 600 minutes in the playoffs. And the other ones are like Alvin Adams, Magic Johnson, Jack Sigma, people like that. Yep. This is not something that happened. No. He became their goal. Also, his scoring in the playoffs, it's Larry yeah. Bird like. I mean, every game. He became go to like. And the thing is, like, He's not even 
shooting that well. He, I think he's shooting 31% for the, for the playoffs, but during the season he was over 40. Uh, I'm talking about from three. And it, it, I actually feel like he could go up a level potentially. But you I know, will be fascinated is- by this series. And of course, I'm talking with Bill Simmons. But I will be fascinated to see how Stevens approaches this defensively because clearly he can take a couple of different uh, tacks here. It'll be fascinating to see which way he plays it. Right. And what he did with Philly, I think, is instructive for this, right? Cleveland really figured themselves offensively, they re engaged LeBron. They they kind of just go into war with who, the guys who have been in the wars with them before. That's it. George That's, they had to do that. They had to do that. Yeah. But defensively, they're still not that good. No. And defensively, the advanced metrics for them, even in the Toronto series, were not great. And no. I think if you saw what Stevens did in Game 5, so in Game 4, they went with shooters. They basically went with Embiid uh, and three criminal guys. And they just tried to shoot Boston out of the building. And then in Game 5, Stevens was like, all right, if you're playing Redick and Bellinelli and McConnell, all these guys, we're just going to post them up. We're going to punish you down low. We're going to take advantage of whoever your worst defensive player is, and we're going to torture this guy. And that's what they did, and, they, and that was one of the reasons they won the game. And I think with Cleveland, you know, Love and Kev, and Kyle Korver are not, are really subpar bad defensive players. No question. You know? and, Le- and LeBron gets lazy on D because he rests on defense. He has to now. you got to do it he somewhere. Has he has to. He's not, tw- he's not a baby anymore. He's got to take his minutes on defense now. They need him so much on offense. He has got to take a couple of minutes rest on defense. Otherwise, you know, you got to put him on a bench for a couple of minutes, which you can't do. Right. And I think what Stevens does, he knows how to adjust, not just during the games, but during the course of the series better than anybody. Steve Kerr, we were talking about this recently, and Steve Kerr was saying the thing that people don't realize about playoff basketball coaching is just that you have to constantly be moving. It's almost like football. It's like how Belichick does one thing for the first half and the other thing you for have the to adjust. Half. You have to adjust. And, and you got to save things, too. you got to save things. Yeah. So as the series will go along, he'll do one thing in game one, then he'll flip it in game two. Whereas Cleveland, I think they are who they are. It's not like they're going to be like, game two, we're doing this. Here's our plan for game three. It's like they have to but their game is, is simple. We know what their game is. The question yeah. is, how are you going to defend him? How are you going to attack him? That's really what it's about. It's about one player. That's all it's about. We all know well, what I'm he thinking, has to do. Is this the best run of his career? Yes. And is... Yes. Is he now hitting that MJ level that MJ hit 97 98 where he's just so confident it just Yes, but he can't take it. But they, it can't end in a championship, though, which is the sad part, because there's going to be knuckleheads, and I've been saying this for weeks now, if he drives them to the finals, there's going to be knuckleheads who say, oh, listen, because let's be honest, when he gets to the finals, if he does, and, and listen, he'll probably get them through in a very long series, but the, the bottom line is this, if he gets there, When he gets there, he looks at the second-best player in the sport whose numbers are going to be almost like his in Durant, and then the next three best players are on that team. So how are you supposed to compete with that? You're looking at one of the all-time best offenses against a bad defense. Right, and you're looking at Durant, who is the the only guy who really can even – approach him in terms of stature and being able to play against him is Durant. That's the only guy. So I agree with you that this Celtics cap series is going to be long. Long. I think long, and so the games couple, are going to be in the nineties. Games are going to be in the nineties. They're going to be yeah. one shot games. They're going to be in the nineties, and they're going to. It's going to be a six or seven game series. 
and Boston has matched up with Cleveland pretty well the last uh, the last four games in the regular season stuff like that. They don't really have, you know, LeBron obviously is ridiculous, um, but other than that, there's not really guys on that team that are the type of guys that give the Celtics a problem, and and they also have home court, which I think. You can't understate that. The Celtics are 7 0 at home. They have a young team. They yeah. get a ton of energy from the crowd. I Absolutely. Felt it at Wednesday night, that crowd is worth 10 points. And, and they have guys who can defend. They have guys who can defend. They really they are. are. They're an excellent defensive team. Let's be and, honest. If Indiana knew what they were doing, they could have won that series. Right. And think about that. Indiana didn't have home court. They had a far inferior coach, and they weren't as good defensively. And, but they and had they guys who could bother LeBron a little bit, and that's the thing. With and, and Toronto had none, and now and Celtics do. They have guys here's, that can be annoying here in the series. Yeah. Well, I keep here's here's the part where you're going to laugh at me, but good. Shane Larkin going out is actually bad for the Celtics, and I can't believe I'm saying that because he was like their fifth or sixth guard heading into the season, but they've actually. They've passed the point now where they just don't have enough players. They they played seven in the Sixers game, game five. They're actually going to need Greg Monroe, um, Semi Ojale, people who have not been playing consistently in these playoffs are going to have. They're going to have to get twenty to twenty five. But here's minutes. the thing, Somebody. Bill. They don't. The other guys are not taxed in this series by the Cleveland players. They're not taxed. It's about one guy. It's about sure. how you attack him. The other guys don't tax anybody. You can play anybody on their bench. I hope you're right. Well, listen. I think it's going to be a very long series. Now, listen, I'm going to pick LeBron just because he's LeBron, but I think it's going to be a hard six, maybe seven. I would not be surprised if it's seven games. I think it will absolutely be six. I will not be surprised if it's seven. And I'm only picking the LeBron because he's there, because he's on such a roll. But I think if the Celtics won, I would not be surprised in the least. I didn't think Toronto had a chance in hell of winning two games. I think this series could go seven, and I think the Celtics can win. What about this bet? It's plus 110 for this to be a seven-game series. I think there's a very. I could go. The only. I tell you something. It could go in six, but it it's it, it absolutely is six or seven. The only problem with the way the games shake out, you're looking at. You know, you're looking at the more likely six. You know, that's the only problem. You know, the last time I talked to you in radio podcast format, mm-hmm. you swore to me that the Giants were going to take Sam Darnold if he was there. At number yes, two. I did. I thought they would. I, I thought I, I thought them, they would. And they I, gave them to the Jets. I thought they, they would. You know what? I really. Back last seven years. I thought they would. When we did that, it was a couple of weeks before, and I really thought they would. I thought all along, and I had heard the only guy that they were interested in was Donald. And then you heard them say later that they never were getting off the running back. I thought that was the only guy that couldn't. I knew they didn't have any interest in the other uh, quarterbacks, but I thought if Cleveland actually went with Mayfield, I thought they were going to have a hard decision. And they said afterwards that it wasn't a very hard decision, that they were on the running back the whole time. I thought Donald would entice him because I knew that was the only guy they liked. I know that Sean Payton had said also he thought Donald was the only guy who was of the highest quality in the, of these of these quarterbacks. I thought the Giants, I was led to believe the Giants thought the same way. And you know what? This one could be one where down the road, they, you know, short term, it could definitely play to Eli's strength in Barkley. Long term, they might regret this uh, if he turns out to be what he's supposed to be. So I thought, yes, I thought Donald was the one guy that could entice him. And it turns out they weren't going to move off the running back. 
I just thought they, I thought they should have ended up with a quarterback there. Well, and they only like one, from my understanding. That was the only one they were going to think about was Donald. Was my understanding, and then they wouldn't even move for him. They liked Barkley that much, so we'll, well see how, how it this? works out. Have the Jets ever? Has the Jets Giants situation ever happened where the Giants screwed up? And the Jets profited very little, not not, not off. That not, have no, happened, no. And right? I'll tell you, it, it could. Listen, I don't know if the Giants are going to screw. Barkley's going to be good, so I don't know if the Giants are going to look like it has screwed up. But four years from now, if Eli's retired and the Giants haven't put up a third Super Bowl with him, and the Giants are on their fifth quarterback five years from now, and Donald's a star, there will be a lot of revisionist history about how the Giants blew it. So that that will be true. And I am a big Sam Donald guy. I think he's going to be the real deal. I think he's I think he's going to be here a, a, a long time. I think he's going to be a terrific quarterback. So he's the only one I like to the quarterbacks. And I thought that would entice the Giants. And as it turned out, it, it did not entice them. They said afterwards that they were not even that close, although they had kind of put out smoke screens that they were thinking of the Donald, but in truth, they said they never really considered it. Well, let me ask you this. How good does Barkley have to be to justify that pick if Darnold... Barkley has, to be, a, Barkley has to be a legitimate star. But does he have to be like LaDainian Tomlinson? No, he has to be a guy who makes them a winner where he's a you know legitimate... You know, big time difference maker at running back. A difference maker at running back. So, like, age first five years of Adrian Peterson's career. Like first five years, you're talking about. Uh, I don't care so much about yardage. I care about touchdowns. Whether he gets them on receptions or gets them as a running back, he's got to be a guy who's double digits in touchdowns every year. Does he have to be as good as Le'Veon Bell? I'd say not. I'd say how about nine tenths? Okay, so you take nine tenths of Le'Veon Bell from that pick. Yes, but the worst case scenario is Sam Darnold or Rosen, or or even worse. Worst case scenario is if if Jackson becomes the best guy. Because you could have conceivably taken the running back and then traded up to the thirty. Yeah, I don't think they ever. Listen, they could have. They could have clearly taken Donald. Traded up and taken Sonny Michelle, who I love, and I think could actually be a star back if his knee holds up. Pat. Okay, they could have done that, but they would not have gotten Hernandez on the second round, and I think he will be a Pro Bowl offensive lineman. So I think that's what they were looking at. They were looking at both players. They were looking at Donald. They were looking at the running back and and the uh, offensive lineman who they loved. Looking at both of them as a as a tandem versus taking the quarterback. So the Francesa team power rankings: Yankees clear first, Giants clear second, and then the Knicks a distant, 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 sad third. In what way? Just like what? The, who you're most excited about next five years? Oh, Yankees one, uh, Giants two. Oh, Rangers have to no, be three. No, three is the Jets, because I think actually Donald's going to be good. Wow, Jets three. Yes. I, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know if, listen, I liked Fizdale when I talked to him the other day. I don't really know. I didn't know Fizdale before this. I talked to him the other day, and I, I, I liked him. I liked what he said. But I think they still have a tremendous amount of work to do. Well, the, you know, I don't know if you realize this. Oh, wait, everyone in New York has been talking about this for months, but. 
the the passing on Donovan Mitchell now in retrospect. Oh, is pretty yeah, bad. but you know what? They weren't the only one though, either. You know? No, they weren't. But they took they took another point guard over him. I did. I listen. Him. I agree. But I I can't I can't make that. I can't knock them on that because I wasn't one who was yelling about him. So if I was yelling about him, then I'd be screaming about it. But I, I, I wasn't. I didn't know he was going to be that good. I started to hear the five days before the draft that he had a chance to go as high as seven and that he was the sleeper. So you so heard you good watched. things about I never heard anything good about oh, him. Yeah. You heard good things about him? Yeah, it was, it was a lot of stuff about the Louisville guys, I think, the last few years have actually – you know, been, have gone into the league and been able to handle their business. But um, I think he, he's like the son of a baseball player. I think he's just mature. And I think there was a feeling like when he got to the Hey, pros, he, turned, he, out to be, he turned out to be great. Yeah, I mean, you look at that draft, and t- just having Tatum and Mitchell alone in that draft is, is an above-average draft. Yes. And then there's like five other guys that, you know, I think Darren Fox is going to be really good. I think marketing is going to be I really love good. Fox. I, I, I love Fox. I'm not going to Fultz, even though Fultz is going to get traded, I think, this summer. Uh, I, it's it's going to be, I think, one of the all-time drafts. When we're, yeah, we're I, I, can't, I can't say I knew about him because I didn't. I didn't know he would be this good. But, you know, listen, everyone's going to look bad who didn't pick him right now. There's no question. All right, let's get to a couple things here right now. Celtics, Cavs, give me a prediction. Who wins? I think it With your seven. head, not your heart, who wins? I, this is this is a weird pick, but at gunpoint, gunpoint, my life depended on it. I would say Cavs in seven. Okay. Okay, and, and that's like fair. A heartbreaking, like very almost did it right there, and, the, and we pull out one of the all-time great LeBron performances. You know what? I think has to pull it by. I think that's what you're looking at here. If the if the if Cleveland. If the if the game set up the right way, I would have picked Cleveland in seven. But since it's, I can't see them losing Game Six if they're up. So to me, you're looking at, I'm, I, it'll go six. It could go seven. Even if it goes seven, I think LeBron can win Game Seven. But uh, I'm going to go Cleveland in a the tightest of series. I'm picking them, but I would I think Boston has an absolute chance. Now, does Houston in your mind have? I don't think they have any chance. Do you think they have any chance? I don't think home court matters as much for them. I don't care about I, home I court. I agree, seen, but do you think yeah, do you think Houston can win the series? I, I mean, I, yeah, because of the math, because of the way they play basketball, they might be it might be two two after four games, and in game five they win, and then they go to Golden State game six, and they make twenty two threes and they win. So, in my opinion, like even though the Warriors are by far the most talented team. It, it's still a math thing, and it's still like you just don't know game to game. Like, think back three years ago, OKC Golden State. OKC's up 3-2 at home, ready to clinch, and Clay Thompson made 11 threes. I don't you know, believe you, you think that. If I put like a gun to your head, you think Golden State's winning. Oh, I, I, I think Golden State's going to win in five or six. But yeah, I think so, too. I just think, I think Houston is dangerous to bet against and pick against game-to-game, series-to-series because of their ability to shoot. You have, you have Houston still decorated with players who still have so much to prove. And, again, you have – and I don't like Golden State. I, I really don't like them. I want to see them lose. And I don't want to see them play LeBron again and go through all that nonsense. So I really don't want that series. So from that standpoint, I, I almost want to send the Celtics just because I don't want to see it go on with LeBron again because he can't win. If he thought he could right. win, I would, I would like to do it, but he can't win. So with that being the case, 
I think that Golden State doesn't like what they're hearing about Houston, which I think will motivate them, and I think they do need to be motivated sometimes because I think they just know how good they are and they get lethargic about it. I, I'm going to go uh, six max, and I wouldn't be surprised by five. I'll tell you this, though. If Boston somehow made the finals with everything that's happened to them and the team that they have, it would have to rank up there with, with and I'm not just saying this because that's my favorite team. Right. I, there's just no real precedent for this. Like to make the finals without your two best guys, to make a, the active payroll they have right now for all the guys on the team that are actually playing, it's like $65 million. How excited and, are you like, about them for next year, though? Them. How excited are you about them for next year? I mean, they are going to well, be tremendous. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, Kyrie to Rogier is obviously a drop off. It's not a catastrophe, but it's it's a clear drop off. Kyrie's one of the best nine players in the league. What really has hurt them is not having Hayward like in these playoffs because you know Marcus Morris and Semi Ojale averaged thirty nine minutes a game in the Sixers series, and they shot like thirty percent. If you just take Gordon Hayward and give him those minutes, the Celtics are like eight points better. So when you think about next year, if they can bring everybody back, um, and and Brown and Tatum just going to grad school, basically, for what to do during the playoff series. And then what they have in Tatum now, which is, I would say, one of the, one of the better assets in the entire league. We're, of course, um, talking with Bill Simmons. Day. So you're picking Golden State, and you're picking Cleveland gun to your head, but you think Boston has a chance. Yeah, I think Boston can I do. I think, they have a, I think they have a legitimate chance, and I think these games are going to be very competitive. And you know, it's funny. I think Thompson is hugely important for Cleveland, who is somebody who they had just given up on oh, completely. They incredibly on. important. Absolutely they, they incredibly. Really yes. They, they really need, you know, one of J.R. Corver every game. And then game after game, they need LeBron. I, the schedule is really strange for the series. They play Sunday and Tuesday. Then they don't play again until Saturday. And then it goes Saturday, Monday, Wednesday. And if the Celtics can somehow win the first two, they're favored in the first one by like a point. But if they somehow could win the first two, and then you have this four-day break, um, then I then I'd start having real ideas at that point. But it's it just LeBron has hit some level. Like it's he's hard a, to imagine any normal team. No, team. it's gonna be that's it. He's just playing on such an incredible. It's such an incredible level. Uh, let me ask you this: off this incredible year that he's had. Uh, yeah. Which he's do, where do you, if I gave you a chance right now and you played the game, and I said, "All right, Bill, this is the big game and it's going to be the national game." Where does LeBron land? Where would you put the dot for next year? You can put it in Cleveland. You can put mm-hmm. it anywhere you want. You can put it on Mars if all you want. Where would you put the dot right now, knowing nothing else about the rest of this year in the playoffs, not knowing anything else about anything? Where would you put the dot for next year? I think if they make the finals, I think he stays. So, you think, think, but right now, today, where do you put the dot? I would say Cleveland most likely, um, or the Lakers are the top two, are the co-favorites, and then Philly would be third. And then I would have San Antonio fourth okay, as a dark horse. But, you know, the thing with, the, with Cleveland that's, kind of an underrated wrinkle for them is they did get that pick from Boston, the Brooklyn pick. And odds are it's like the ninth pick in the draft, right? Yep. So, you know, if LeBron says, hey, I'm going to stay, you can get somebody good with that pick. And there's going to be a lot of guys available, you know, and they have 
they'd have to figure out like who the right fit is for them. But they have the chance to add another. So really you don't good think starter. you don't think that that bridge has been burned with him and the owner? You think it's salvageable? Um, I think anything salvageable. Like they <laughs> think about the decision. The, the owner right. wrote him like a like a breakup letter. Right. So you, like, they have a weird relationship. They can somehow play through these things. I've always felt like if he was going to leave, that Los Angeles made the most sense because, you know, I wrote I wrote about this in February. LeBron's a narrative guy. All the decisions that he's made, really since about 2010, have have had the narrative. It's been narrative first, basketball situation second. Um, I had David Griffin on my podcast the other day, and he was saying like for LeBron. He's now at the point in his career where he assumes anywhere he goes is an instant contender. So it's not like one of those things where he's like, I need help. I got to go. No, here. I think you're but right about if that. I'm there. But so, he'd like it to be but, easier lifting. He had to play every game yeah. this year, and that's why he was the MVP, which I'm sure you've come to grips with by now, right? The, the, on that MVP no, thing. No, he wasn't. The, the, we argued about this two weeks ago. He wasn't the MVP because he did. The regular season MVP is for those 82 games. Oh, stop. It. stop it. Stop if you it. Wanted stop to be, it. If you want to have a who's the most talented player in the league award. Well, we know that. But he also gave year. the big effort this year, though, which you're seeing carrying on to the playoffs. He lifted his team. His team would have won 20 games without him. No. They're awful. They're awful. They have, they're awful. They have the second highest payroll in the league. Yeah, forget that, games. though. They're terrible. <laughs> you know how bad they are. They have good players. Oh, stop. Kevin Love is a good basketball player. Oh, Tristan God. Thompson was the fourth pick in the draft. <laughs> uh, that, people are making it seem like, he, like he's uh, playing with, like, the Hickory Hyde. Who's Oh, I wish that I wish I wish the Yankees would have won last night. I would have given you such heck today. I can't believe you got one on that cheap homer last night. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a safe face homer for Simmons. That's what that was. That was a safe face home run. I wouldn't be able to find you today if they didn't win that game. First of all, I'm a veteran baseball fan. I never panic in May, but I will say. Red Sox, uh, the setup guys leading up to Kimbrel are have been kind of an Achilles heel, and now it's a full fledged crisis. Good to they, talk to you. We'll talk again during the playoffs, okay? We'll talk during the series. So we'll let the series get a couple of games in, and we'll chat. Mike, good to have you. Back. My pleasure. Thanks, Bill. All right, all right, care. Bill Simmons. Of course, you know where to find him on his podcast and everywhere else. So uh, good. We'll chat with him. We'll get a couple of games into the series, and then we'll let him talk about his beloved Celtics. I would have loved to have him on if the Yankees had come back and beaten the Red Sox from four nothing, which they easily could have done last night, except for that ball that skimmed the wall on the way out. Hey, once in a while they got to get one that goes their way too. It happens. Back after this.